Good morning, people. Welcome back to another edition of CodePod. I'm your host, Joanne, and today I'm going to be talking all things Arsenal. Now, we played Mulder in the Europa League last night. We won three goals to nil. I'm going to be doing a sort of debrief on that, how I thought we played, individual performances, the aspects of our play, which I think were very good, and the aspects I think we can improve, what we can take it moving forward to our game on Sunday, back in Premier League action against Wolves at home. So yeah, before we get started, follow me on socials at uh, Johan Yue on Twitter and Instagram. Follow Comunicado Official social media accounts on Twitter and Instagram at Comunicado Offi on Twitter and Comunicado underscore official on Instagram, all lowercase. And as always, I'm going to keep plugging my plugging my stuff, plugging my articles, Comunicado Official, type it in Google, it'll pop up straight away. I've got loads of content on there, underrated talents, a brilliant bit abroad. Game of the weekend, which is on hiatus due to lack of real demand for it, really. And also general articles. General articles, which will be coming back again as we're getting close to... Well, now we're in Advent, actually. So, getting close to Christmas, just a month away. So, yeah, let's get straight into the action now. Yesterday, Maldonado, Arsenal 3. Arsenal have now got four wins out of four and have confirmed their place in the round of 32, which is very good for us because now we can start resting players in our last two games against Rapid Vienna next Thursday, which will be the first game at the Emirates with fans since March. And I remember what game that was. That was a 1-0 win against West Ham, which I I went to. I was actually at. I treated myself to that for my birthday just after coming back from Morocco. It was a good game. As the last we saw of Meza Ozil too in an Arsenal shirt, I was really sad. I never thought that that would be the case, and I feel privileged in a way to have had that opportunity to see the last Meza Ozil appearance in an Arsenal shirt. So yeah, we've got that. Then the last game is uh, where Dundalk, of course, Dundalk already eliminated. No points from their first four games. So. I believe we are through as group winners already, but uh, I think we may need to get a point against Rapid just to confirm that we sh- it's no problem. So I expect Arteta to rest pretty much everyone in the two Europa League games, especially given the fact that we've got a busy Premier League schedule ahead, of course, like I said, Wolves on Sunday. But after Rapid on Thursday, we've got the North London Derby away from home. Went to the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Ooh, I just realised there should be fans. There should be fans at the game, of course. There'll only be Spurs fans and there'll only be like 2,000 people. But it'll be good to have fans at the North London Derby, even if it's not that many. So, And then after that in the Premier League, we've got uh, Burnley and Southampton to look forward to. So... Yeah, man, the games are coming thick and fast. No sleep for the week. No rest for the hungry. So we got to keep grinding. we got to keep moving forwards, looking forwards. Can't dwell on results right now. We can't feel sorry for ourselves whenever we do get a bad result. We just have to move forward and um, rectify rectify our mistakes. So, yeah. Molder nil, Arsenal free. And uh, I think 
Overall, this is probably the best performance we've seen from Arsenal so far this season, barring the Fulham game. And I don't mean that necessarily in terms of defensive structure, because I think Mulder certainly had chances and probably should have been ahead at the break. They had a chance from, uh, I think it was Sinian, who had practically an open goal. I don't know how Renison managed to keep it out, but he did kept us in the game. But in terms of our attacking play, in terms of the um, the invention and intention, I saw I saw people wanting to make the difference. I saw people being brave on the ball. I saw Joe Willock back in, I think, what is his best uh, box-to-box role, driving at people, making runs, creating chances. Uh, Granite Xhaka was solid alongside him in midfield, uh, guiding him, being the experience head in there. Uh, defensively, I thought David Luiz was pinging about passes like he normally does. Just a shame he came off injured at half-time. Hopefully, he's available for the Wolves game. I don't know if it had anything to do with um, the clash of heads he had around the half-hour mark. I can't remember what the BE Sport commentators said, obviously. I didn't actually watch the game properly in real time, so what I did was I went back and watched it again properly, just so I could see little things. I think we did struggle to get to grips with the plastic pitch. At the start, we were trying to uh, we were trying to knock about passes, uh, move the ball quickly, but it wasn't really happening. So I think uh, we had to wise up a bit, and that allowed Mulder to grow into the game a little bit. They got a little bit of confidence. Uh, they started uh, certainly trying to. They started. They certainly started pushing more men forward on the counter. I think. I think overall from Mulder. Uh, the ideas were right, but the execution just wasn't there. The quality, you could see the difference in quality between the two teams. I think that really showed. But back to talking from an Arsenal perspective, obviously we lined up with a 4-4-2. We had, uh, well, I think it's a 4-4-2 out of possession, but in possession, more like a 4-2-3-1. We had Renison in goal, like I said. Four at the back, Cedric at right back, Mustafi and Louise. Uh, center halves, uh, Maitland Nows playing left back, Jacques and Willock in the pivot, um, Pepe on the right after his red card. He can only play in the Europa League for the, for the, for the foreseeable future. Reese Nelson on the left, uh, Lacazette seemed to be playing like sort of in the 10, but almost as a second striker, probably define it as. And up front, we had Eddie and Ketia. So in terms of um, how they all did individually, I think Renison was moving a bit booky, to be honest. He was coming out at times, missing the ball. His handling was his handling was good, to be fair. But he just he wasn't really inspiring any confidence within the back line, which is a bit worrying. But um, as long as he's not making substantial mistakes, um, we hope that it's just down to a lack of game time because obviously this is only a second game for Arsenal. So, yeah, he's not had a lot of game time at all really this season. Didn't really play too tough for Ireland, for Iceland during the international break. So maybe it's just a bit of rustiness in his game that needs to get out of him. Uh, Cedric, I thought, was really good at right back, getting forward, uh, doing well on the overlap, supporting Pepe really well. 
And yeah, like I think I mentioned this in a previous in a previous pod. I've been I've been more and more impressed with Cedric the more games he's played this season. I think he started off very slowly. He definitely, and in hindsight, he certainly looked not really match fit. I think as he's been gaining match fitness, he's looked all right. He's he's definitely looked all right. Um, sometimes he gets um, sometimes he's 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 caught a little too far forward, and he needs and he does need to um, be a bit more disciplined in that regard. But uh, certainly going forwards, he does um, offer a lot. He helps he helps keep the whip quite well. And yeah, I'm just I'm just impressed with him. I'm impressed with him. Obviously, I'm not saying that he should come in and start re- replacing Hector Bellerin in the Premier League lineup. But look, the more you perform, the more you're telling Arteta, yo, how about you start giving me some games? Because uh, my man's not performing to the level he should be. So why not give him a chance? Why not give him a chance? I don't think he'll play against Wolves, but uh, he'll definitely play again against Rapid Vienna next Thursday. Uh, Louise, like I said, playing passes about like a prime pillow. Uh, yeah, just just a normal stuff from David Louise. Um, of course, we know David Louise has a mistake in him or two, but generally, generally, whenever I talk about him, I've got more positives than negatives to say about him. And like I said, it's a shame that he had to come off injured at halftime. Hopefully, it was just as a precaution and. Um, if it was just as a precaution, then um, I'm absolutely fine with that. Because obviously, like I said, playing on a plastic pitch, you don't want to really take chances, especially with a guy that's been missing. He's missed a fair few games recently due to injury, so I think we, should, we need to manage his minutes uh, as best as possible. Mustafi at the back. I mean, uh, usually when you talk about Mustafi, you say calamity, but in all honesty... I have nothing to say about Mustafi last night, and that's a good thing because I don't want to be. When you don't have anything to say about your defense, about your centre backs in the game, then it generally means that they did their job well. So yeah, Mustafi, good performance from him. Bateman Nows, of course, um, playing out of position. I guess he was okay. I think um, he got um, he got rinsed a couple times by whoever that was on the right. I don't know his name. But yeah, he was um, hard to describe him. I'm not sure he was. Um, I'm not even gonna say I'm not sure he was fully awake because he's definitely awake. It's just I'm not sure he was fully there. If that makes sense. Someone said on Twitter that he looked like he'd um, checked out, and maybe that's true. Maybe he's starting to get disillusioned with the lack of playing time he's getting, which is weird because he's getting into the England squads all fine, but when it comes to trying to make the Premier League squads, he's nowhere to be seen. Well, at least getting off the bench, he's nowhere to be found. So, difficult for him. Xhaka, solid in midfield and not too much to say about him. He was just um, keeping it steady alongside Joe Willock next to him, who I thought was uh, given the license to be very adventurous. And I like when he plays in that eight role, the box-to-box role, being able to drive with the ball, being able to receive it. When he receives it on the half-turn, and then starts driving into open space. That's that's when we see the best Joe Willett. That's when we see the best of him. Of course, he needs to get... Um, when it comes to final balls, the execution needs to be better. Well, on a consistent basis, the execution needs to be better. I think the ideas are there. I think he's got the energy. He, he's got all the raw tools to be a great... Well, 
I'm not trying to see a world-class midfielder in that role, but certainly a very competent midfielder for what Arsenal need. I think he certainly has a skill set that Arsenal are lacking right now with his, with his energy, with his athleticism, with his ability to get out of, to play, operate and get out of tight spaces. I think we lack that in this team. I think the only guys that, the only guy that can really do that is, um, well, to a, to a high level is Partey. Tobias can do it a little bit as well, but he takes too many touches on the ball for me. Uh, who else should we have? Uh, I'll get on to Pepe last. Uh, Nelson. Nelson, I, I'm very impressed with him as well. I think um, I think first half he was a little bit hesitant when it came to... Um, When it came to when it came to finishing off moves, I think he was a little bit hesitant. I think um, he certainly when he when whenever you watch him, you can certainly see that he has a high footballing IQ. He's good. He's a good. Um, uh, he's very intelligent with his play. He's a good chance creator. He's got that short burst of of uh, acceleration. Of course, he scored a very good goal early in the second half when uh, Joe Willock. Um, Joe Willett drove through on the counter, got the cross in, and Nelson got on the end of the move. That was a very good goal for him and good for his confidence because certainly now, with the fact that Pepe is obviously injured, um, the fact that William is not just injured but also massively unperforming, there's going to be um, there could be an opportunity for him to get to play on the right hand side. Now I don't know I don't know how Arteta's gonna do it against uh, Wolves because uh, I have a feeling there'll probably be a Bamian on the left, um, Laka through the middle, probably depending on whether he's fit, maybe Saka on the right. But I'd like to see Reese Nelson get a chance because I think he's been working well against Leeds. Obviously, he came on in difficult circumstances. Well, actually, he came on at half time, but then Pepe comes up. Pepe comes off with the red. And he has to operate in different circumstances. We have to see um, the defensive side to his game. I think he held his shape really well. And in this game against Morda, again, like I said, I think um, he certainly took his opportunity tonight, or last night. And I was just, I was impressed with it. I was impressed with his general play. I was impressed with. Um, he looked confident. He looked confident. That's what I wanted to see from him really and truly, because often whenever you watch him, he looks like he's second-guessing himself, and there were some elements of that in the um, first half, I think there was a, a chance we had with Pepe, uh, is that, it was like, we're trying to build down the right, Cedric um, got through on the overlap, he, he laid it off, he laid it off to Pepe, came to Lacazette, then uh, Nelson got on the edge of the area, he tried to dribble past a few guys, and then he sort of got shepherded away from the target. I think he got uh, caught I think he got caught in a blind alley somewhat. Maybe he could have taken the shot early on, and that's, uh, that's the sort of thing. Sometimes just take the shot. Sometimes um, uh, run out your man, um, take the shot first time. You don't need to take one, two touches. He probably should have scored, or okay, maybe not. Maybe score is a bit harsh, but he, he could have done better with his chance in the first half when Lacazette um, uh, put him through. But yeah, overall, very solid performance from Reese Nelson. Couldn't ask, apologies, people. Couldn't ask much more of him. We'll get into the two strikers, Lacazette. Um, I think 
His late play was decent. I think he was snatching at chances, though, and he definitely looked frustrated when he came off for, I think it was Smith Rowe, who replaced him. As for Eddie, the same thing, but I think he was being a bit too greedy. I think he missed a good chance at um, 2-0 ahead of that for player visibility. He should be scoring that really and truly. He was snatching at chances when he had opportunities to lay it off to people that win better positions. I remember one specifically where he should have laid off to uh, Lacazette. He opted to go for the shot himself, and it's because... I understand that he's a goal guy. He wants to score goals, but sometimes you need to put the team above your own personal accolades. And it was a disappointing night for him. I wasn't too impressed with him, but I'm not going to get on his back like that because he's not really had substantial minutes this season. And, uh, of course, everyone's in a difficult period right now, and so... You want to get that goal for your confidence, and uh, I understand what I understand why he was snatching at chances. But Eddie, not the greatest, not the greatest day at the office. And finally, the star of the show, Nicola Pepe. Obviously, he disgraced himself against Leeds on Sunday, getting that brainless, stupid red card. And uh, during the week, all the talk was about. Uh, Oh, Teta, Teta doesn't trust him anymore. Arsenal looking to loan him out for confidence, but they can't because of the busy schedule. He has no friends at Arsenal. Right, Teta, just a load of media, media, load of media nonsense as per usual. But uh, fair play to him. Fair play to Nico. He responded in exactly the way you wanted him to. You wanted him to repay repay the manager for showing faith in him, for trusting in him. And it's not even about owing it to the fans or owing it to his teammates or owing it to the um, owing it to the manager to put in a performance like that last night. He owed it to himself to put in a performance like that because the consistency hasn't there, hasn't been there. But the ability is there. You can see the ability he has. I don't think the application is always right, but yesterday certainly the application of his talent was very good. Obviously, there were some other factors that I guess would have helped. Obviously, playing in a four-four-two, the fact that Mulder, they were giving they were giving us uh, a fair amount of space to run into. Obviously, the partner he had behind him, Cedric, making runs on the overlap. I think that obviously would have helped him coming inside allowing him to get closer to goal. But like I said, the application of his talents, wanting to be the difference maker, being direct, driving at people, taking shots, that's, some, that's something I've, I wanted to see. Just And this is um, general with Arsenal, people taking shots, taking shots for the just to test the keeper, just to let the keeper know that we're in the game trying to create opportunities, trying to um, move the ball quickly. I liked what I saw from Pepe last night. Obviously, um, I think he was certainly our best attack in the first half. Had a couple of, uh, probably half chances I've described him as. Um, second half, second half, he got going. He certainly got going. Just before he scored the opener, uh, he cut inside on his uh, on his left, as he normally does. 
and he rattles the crossbar with a with a stinging curling shot. He wasn't to be denied. Literally, like two minutes later, again, um, it's not. Necess- it wasn't necessarily the same as the move before because I think um, I think this time he decided to go on his right and sort of uh, run towards the byline a bit more. But then he cuts inside um, near the box, gets towards sort of the six-yard area, and curls a shot right into the top corner. One nil to Arsenal. Very good goal. Good for his confidence. And I think from there, the game opened up for us. Because whereas in the first half, I think we'd been a little, a little hesitant to take shots. There wasn't really... I think... The ideas were there. I think the the invention was there, the intention was there, but the execution wasn't necessarily there in the first half. But in the second half, it definitely was. I was seeing... Um, I don't think we were necessarily playing any different. I think maybe the, we stepped up the intensity slightly, wanting to get the game done and dusted. Uh, I've already touched on the second goal, which uh, Joe Willett got for um, for Reese Nelson. Of course, that crosses the box, which he did well to finish. Yeah, I was I was impressed with our play in the second half. I was impressed with uh, the conviction we had. I was impressed with the um, with the energy we were showing. It's the it's an energy which um, we haven't really seen too much in the Premier League. Often watching us in the Premier League, it's been more lethargy as opposed to energy. And that's really disappointed me. And I think um, before we get on to talking about the final goal, there's just things that I think we need to take from the game. It's just... Um, I know whenever we come out of these Europa League games, we're talking about, uh, we just need to move on. We need to discount the, the quality of the opposition. But I think for where we are right now, I think... Certainly, watching Arsenal in the past few weeks, it's not the it's not so much the results have been, that have been disappointing. It's just the general performance level. It's the fact that um, from game to game, we just don't look confident in ourselves. We don't look confident in our abilities. We look like we're trying to second guess ourselves too much. Yesterday, I didn't see that, and we just need to take those core principles. Not even necessarily the aspects of our play, because obviously we can. We can show, obviously, the execution can be better. We need to show more quality if we want to finish chance. We want to create better goal-scoring opportunities. We need to be better in that re- in that regard. But just generally, the intention, the invention, the conviction in our, in ourselves, are the confidence, the bravery. That's what I want to see in our play moving forwards. I think I think we can learn from that moving forwards. I just want to see guys being brave on the ball, like. We could even learn from the opposition in a, in a regard because I don't think Mulder had too much uh, too much about them. I don't think the quality was there. I think there was a significant disparity in quality between the two teams. But even even Mulder, to a degree, confidence. Just they were trying things. They were trying to take shots from range. Like I remember that shot with fifteen minutes to go. I'm not sure if it was Sinyan. who just um, it was sort of Mane style cutting in from the left and then just. Taking the shot first time. There's just things like that I want to see from from an Arsenal perspective because we've got quality players. We've got players who can do that. Of course, of course, we're going to be lacking Pepe against Wolves, but I just want to see bravery on the ball. If you see an opening, if you see any angle of space, take the shot on or play the passing. 
Don't hesitate. Don't second guess yourself. Be confident because if you're confident, you've seen you've seen the difference between a confident and a hesitant Arsenal. There was such a big difference. And I don't even think um, first after second half, it was that big a difference. But certainly, how much better we look when we have a confidence in our play. Yeah, of course, the quality isn't there, but I just want to see people trying things. If you're trying things, you can force mistakes from the opposition. I think we've been too risk of us in recent games, and we need to stop doing that. So, yeah, finally, we're going to the final goal of the game. Of course, uh, by this point, we've made a, we'd made a load of subs. Uh, Tierney would come on. Uh, like I said, Smith Road come on. Uh, Tobias would come on. Bolden came on on a half-time for the injured Louise. And Balogun came on. Following Balogun came on in the 81st minute. And uh, 35 seconds later, he had his first senior goal, his first goal for the Arsenal. And I'm so proud of him. I'm very proud of him. It was a very good goal. Tierney works it well down the left, gets into Smith-Rowe, plays it, plays it to the feet of Balogun, who turns, fires the shot past the Mulder goalkeeper. His first touch, his first goal for Arsenal. And, yeah, great for him. Great moment for him. Great moment for all the coaching staff at Halen. Great moment for his family. And with, obviously, with the contract talks, hopefully he signs the thing because he's a very good young player. From what I've seen of him, he likes to make runs. He likes to gamble. And... The same way I talk about Arsenal needing to be brave, that's that's what I see whenever I watch Balogun, someone trying to uh, push the buttons, trying to push the envelope, like open the envelope, gambling, trying to get on the end of moves. That's what I, I like about him. I like his movement. I like his predatory instincts. And let's, let's not get ahead of ourselves because it is only one game. He is going to have tough games. He's going to need to learn a lot especially as he gets eased into men's football a bit more. I would like to see him start one of the two remaining Europa League games. I don't know if it will be necessarily... To be fair, actually, I think I think he has a good chance of starting in the game against Rapid Vienna at home on uh, next Thursday, obviously seeing as he's suspended for the under-23s game, which I think is today, maybe. Oh, and speaking of the under-23s game, obviously the other guys that came on the lights for cultural disease, they probably won't be available for that game, which is a shame because our flight from uh, Norway got uh, cancelled last night due to foggy conditions. So as I record this, the guys, the boys have probably just arrived back in London, going to have their training session in a bit. So yeah, I liked what I saw from Balogun. Very happy for him to get his first goal for Arsenal. I think uh, we need to get that deal tied up expeditiously get that deal wrapped up and i think and i think if we can get that tied up we should be looking to loan him out in january loan him to league one the same way we've been doing it with guys like medley coyle have gone to jenningham matt smith at swindon doing very well there mcginnis doing well well mcginnis uh having a bit of a so-so time at ipswich Ballard at Blackpool, who else is there? Uh, Bola at Rochdale, Iliev at Shrewsbury, I think. Yeah, of course, we need strikers at under-23 level, but we've signed Mola, we signed Mola 
from uh, the Swedish lad. I think uh, we'll be calm with that. I think we should be looking to get Balogun on loan to League One. Because he'll learn a lot, because minutes are currency. You're not going to learn a lot playing against um, these under-23 defenders. With all due respect, he's above that level now. I think he needs to play against grown men, players that he can't uh, outpace, he can't outstrength. He needs, to, he needs to have those difficult games. And yeah, the Europa League will give him a platform for that initially, but um, he needs to be getting that week in, week out. Every three or so days, you're playing another game against tough opposition, against grown men, where points are on the line, livelihoods are on the line. He needs to get that. He needs to get that taste of men's football on a consistent basis. So hopefully, we can get that sorted out sooner rather than later. So yeah, I've not got much more to talk about uh, with the Molder game. We won three goals to nil. I don't think there's any point of doing any player ratings because uh, for me, the majority of them would get um, sixes and sevens. Obviously, I'd say a nine for Pepe, a four and a five for Lacazette, for no, and Kertie and Lacazette, respectively. So, yeah, we'll move on to the second part of this pod shortly, which will be Arsenal against Wolves preview. So now we're going to get on to Arsenal against Wolves. Like I said, Sunday, 7.15 kickoff, last game of the day. And uh, it's going to be a difficult game. Very difficult, as it usually is against Nuno's side, obviously, since he got promoted back to the Premier League. The two meetings we've had against the Matt Emirates have both finished 1-1. Of course, their first game back in the Premier League against us uh, was in uh, Uno Emery's first season as Arsenal manager. They took the lead very early on through even Cavalero. And it looked like they were going to take all three points until in the 90th minute, Henrik Mkhitaryan's cross found its way all the way into the back of the net to rob Wolves of two points in that came really and truly. And then last season, uh, 1-1 again at the Emirates. Um, Aubameyang scored a goal in the first half. And then with 20 minutes to go, uh, Raul Jimenez scored a header to equalise for the visitors. So, yeah, it will be difficult since we've, uh, since uh, in the four games we played against them in general, since they got back to the Premier League, uh, one win apiece. We won at Molyneux last season, 2 0 during Project Restart. Second, Lacazette scored. They obviously beat us in their first season in the Premier League. 3-1, absolute demolition job. Jota scored twice. I think Jimenez scored the other goal, if I remember. Maybe maybe it was Dendonka, actually. Dendonka or Neves, one of the two. And uh, also the other two draws, which I've just alluded to, which are both at the Emirates. So, yeah, this game, we're at home. We've lost our last two home Premier League games. We need to put that right. Two games, four goals scored, four goals conceded, sorry. And none scored. Of course, we lost 1-0 to Leicester. That sucker punch by Jamie Vardy right at the end. And uh, game battered 3-0 at home by Aston Villa. We need to right our wrongs. We need to start making the Emirates a fortress again. Because, especially with fans uh, coming back to the Emirates very soon, from Thursday, we need to start making home advantage count again. And especially in these sort of games. Wolves... They've been a bit so-so this season. 
not all that impressive. I know Wolves fans are getting a bit annoyed with Nuno so far this season and just the, the general lack of ideas and uh, excitement in their play. And the same things can be said about Arsenal. No intention, no invention. And uh, like I was saying when I was talking about the Molder game, I want to see us be more brave in possession. Uh, work, move the ball quickly because we know how Wolves are going to set up with their, with their traditional 5-3-2 or... 3-4-3 shape. I'm not exactly sure what they'll go with because they do tend to switch up on a game-by-game -game basis. Obviously, we know the threats that they've got in their team. Adama, Chore, if he starts. Jimenez up front. Podence, uh, he's been a bit iffy. He's not. He's certainly not Jota level. Obviously, um, I think the wing-backs, we can certainly expose them because uh, Ait Nuri, who... Uh, Cheeky little plug, check out my article on him. I did an article of him, or underrated talents article on him just before he signed for Wolves. He is He's young, so obviously a bit naive. I saw him get rinsed away at Leicester, so we need to target him. Whoever's playing on that right-hand side needs to target him. And on the left-hand side, Nelson Samedo is often, can be found asleep at the back post whenever process come in. So when it comes to beating this Wolves side, um, I think the best way to beat them is we need to move the ball quickly. Move the ball quickly. We can't be moving the ball as slowly as we were against Aston Villa at home, as slowly as we were away at Leeds. Uh, I'm not exactly sure what uh, formation I would go with for this game, but um, especially considering we don't know who's fit. I'm hoping that Thomas Partey is back from his injury. Obviously, El Nene should be back from COVID, I think, same as Kolasinac. But yeah, coming into this game, a little bit, a little look at Wolves now. Wolves, uh, let's look at their results. Obviously, they drew 1 1 against Southampton on Monday. A uh, bit of an even game between those two. Before that, they lost 1-0 at Leicester, a bit very toothless away from home. Before that, they beat Palace 2-0 at home. Uh, what are their games before that? Um, they drew 1-1 with Newcastle. 1-0 win away at Leeds. 1-0 win against Fulham. The 4-0 defeat to West Ham. And then obviously their opening day defeat against Manchester City. So right now in the table they are they are a point above us, fourteen points, four four wins, two defeat, two draws, three defeats. We need to get back on. Uh, we need to get back to winning ways. It's as simple as that, really, truly. Especially with the North London derby coming on the horizon, then some more home games against Burnley and Southampton to follow. We need to get back to winning ways, and I want to see a convincing performance from us. So Wolves will come in. They'll sit back as usual in their settled low block. They'll play with a low block and just try hit us in the counter as they usually do. They have no real incentive to come and be really adventurous i'm not sure if connor cody will be back for them because obviously he was missing against southampton due to self-isolation um who 
else should we be looking out for? Pedro Neto has been doing very well for them. Um, apologies, people. I'm just looking at some uh, something about Julian Lesko, but uh, we'll get off that. Yeah, Pedro Neto has been very impressive. I don't know if Nuno will elect to start him, given his good form in recent weeks. Jimenez, like I said, always a danger for us, and Gabriel. Gabriel and uh, Gabriel and whoever plays alongside him, whether that be Louise or Holden, they need to um, they need to get they need to be touch tight to him at all times. They need to not let him peel peel off them as he usually does to get on the end of crosses. I'm not sure if Nuno will start Adama, you know, because uh, it seems predictable, and, and, and I guess that Arsenal probably be preparing to deal with that, so maybe it would make more sense having come off the bench. Um, I think they'll line up. I think they'll probably go with that 5 3 2 shape, try and congest the midfield, take advantage of the fact that Arsenal sort of been avoiding playing through the midfield, playing through the middle third, try and congest it, get um, Neves, Matinho. And probably one of uh, probably someone like Dendonka in the middle, just for that added steel and strength. Try and allow uh, Neves and Matinho to ping the ball about, and then with uh, Neto and Jimenez up front, obviously Samedo and Aitnuri as, as wing backs, Bolly, Kilman, and Cody as the back three with Patricio in goal. As for Arsenal, coming off the game against Molde, obviously it's a shame that we don't have Nicola Pepe available to build on his good performance last night. Aubameyang's not really in form. Lacazette's not in form. Williams not in form. Saka is in form, but we don't know whether he'll be available. I'm hoping he will be to play on that left-hand side. Reese Nelson's playing well. I think he should come in for this game. I would like to see him given an opportunity. And Ketty is not in form. Haven't really got to see the likes of Smith Rowe. I'm not sure he'll be available. Obviously, Balogun scored yesterday. Don't think he'll be involved. And yeah, I'm going to go straight into the predicted lineup now. I think I've now got an idea based off what I think Wolves will go with. So I'm going to go Ingo, Burn Leno. Very good against Leeds. Nine times out of ten, I know what I'm giving him, Leno. Of course, he'll drop the occasional clangor. People start bringing up Emmy Martinez, as per usual, as they love to do. All the Emmy lovers, uh, sucky mothers. Just sucky mothers. I'm getting sick and tired of it. Stop mentioning the guy, man. He doesn't play for us anymore. Just sucky mothers. Um, right back. I guess we have to go with Bellerin by default. Maybe switch up and go with Cedric. Fuck it. Why not? Go with Cedric, switch up. But that will happen after Bellerin is that's Arteta's guy in it, so he'll start right back. And I'm gonna go with the back four actually. I'm not gonna go with the back three because uh, I think we should um, get as many. I think we should match them in midfield, not allow Nevers and continue that time with the ball. So I'm gonna go with uh, centre back. I. Off the premise that Louise came off as a precaution, I haven't seen Arteta's press conference yet. I'm going to go with David Louise and uh, Gabriel at the back. 
it's been a while since we've seen those two together. I think we I think we miss Louise badly. I think we miss his passing ability. We miss his passing range, his ability to get us get us up the pitch with his long diag with his long diags. And I think especially with uh, how um Buki rules as two wing backs can be at times, especially being switched on defensively. I think we could uh, use that as a good outlet. Left back, obviously Kieran Tierney came on yesterday. Got a pre-assist, did very well, want to continue his fine form. In the midfield, I'm going to go with, um, this is an interesting one, I'm not too sure. I think, I think based off yesterday, I think Joe Willett deserves to start again. I think, uh, and we could certainly do with his energy, but at the same time, wouldn't be surprised if um, he was on the bench. I would like to see Willock in that, um, I'd like to see Willock in the, in the sort of box-to-box role again. I'm gonna go with, uh, I'm gonna go with a flat three. I'm gonna go with, um, I'm hoping Partey's available. So I'm gonna go with Partey, Partey, Willock and, Xhaka, actually. I'm going to go Xhaka. I think Xhaka could also drop in there and make it a free if you want. So I'll go with Partey, Willick and Xhaka in midfield. In midfield. I'm not being... Uh, I'm not sure Sabias is really himself at the moment. And I think uh, his ability on the ball will be useful as the game opens up a bit more. The free up front, I'm going to go with... Uh, like I said, this is me assuming that Saka's fair. I'm going to go with Saka on the left. Actually, no, I'm not going to go with I'm not going to go with that. I'm going to go with um, Aubameyang on the left. I'm going to go with Aubameyang on the left so he can come inside off the left, just so he doesn't get crowded out by Bolly and Deman. I'm going to go with Lacazette up front because just because I have been impressed with Lacazette that much. I've been uh, really disappointed with his performances, but I think in this game, Certainly, given the fact that Wolves do leave space in behind, I think uh, letting letting the lights of Cody and Bolly get drawn to Lacar, I think we should do that. And on the right, I'm gonna go with Bakaya Saka if he's fit. If if he's not fit, then he'll, then I'll go with Reese Nelson on the right, as I think he deserves an opportunity. I think Reese will certainly get an opportunity off the bench if things aren't working. But I think. Uh, Saka's the guy at the moment. He is uh, he's definitely been our best player this season, our most consistent player this season. We can see the ability he has. And I just like I just love I just love the way he's developing at the moment. Arsenal's medical update did say that he would be available for this game, but Artel was chatting was in his pre-match press conference from older saying, Oh, we don't know if he'll be available. I don't know if he, I don't know if he's trying to play coy about that, but it is what it is. It is what it is. And so, yeah, like I said, we are currently 12th in the table. We need to win. We need to win, especially with, with the games we've got coming up. There's no hiding place. We need to be brave. Apologies, people. I kind of messed up with the software. Like I said, we need to be brave. We need to be... Um, we need to show some conviction in our ideas. We need to show invention, intention. We need to be aggressive. We need to up the intensity. We need to move the ball quickly. We need to... Uh... I don't think we should press them high because they can certainly catch us out with the pace they have in their team with Neto, Jimenez, Odama, Semedo, Aitnuri. 
opponents all got pace about them. I don't think we should be press, pressing them, but certainly when we do get into good areas, don't need to be taking unnecessary touches. Decide what you want to do, do it. Take a shot. Test the keeper. Test Patricio. I don't want to be seeing us at the end of the game only having had four shots, one on target. I don't want to see any of that bullshit again. It's just frustrating. I don't want to see another sluggish performance. We need to improve. We need to start getting points to the board. Personally, I don't think we're getting top four, but if you want to make that unlikely push, you need to start getting wins on the board. I can't believe they're looking at all their... All their peers, they're looking at the likes of Tottenham, Chelsea, all performing, and, and they're not trying to do the same. Why are you not trying to do the same? Why don't you want it like that? Why don't you want to be in the Champions League like that? Why don't you want it as much as as much as the fans do? You keep talking the talk, but you don't walk the walk. You need to walk the walk. This is not the time for talking. This is the time for performing, for fuck's sake, man. Sick and tired of talking about the same things every game. You need to pull it out. You need to pull your fingers out. Start performing. Start start being brave. Stop talking. We are Arsenal Football Club. Arsenal Football Club, perform, for goodness sake. Get a grip of yourselves. Stop feeling sorry for yourselves. Just get the job done. No, no excuses. We need to win the game. We need to stop. We need to stop the right home, and we just need to get... Uh, we need to get some confidence back. Because I believe I do believe that getting a win here would do wonders for our confidence. So why aren't you busting the goal? Why aren't you do everything? Why aren't you doing everything in your power to rectify that? I'm not too sure, but yeah, it is what it is. That's, uh, that's all I have to say about this game. Uh, hopefully we win. I think it'll be tight. I'm gonna go Arsenal one, Wolves nil. That's my prediction for the game. So yeah. This will be the end. Uh, like I said at the beginning, follow me on socials at Johan Johan on Twitter and Instagram, at Communicado.offi on Twitter, Communicado underscore Fisher on Instagram. And uh, yeah, check out yesterday's pod where I reviewed um, the Europa League, Champions League action, and then previewed this weekend's Premier League action in a little more depth. So yeah. That's all from me. I'm going to love and leave you people. I hope you have a good weekend. I'm out. Peace.